maximize every opportunity so that you can become you legendary. Become legendary. What adjustments can you make right now to make yourself one percent better? Your only goal is to be the best version of you. Dr. Nancy, <laughs> welcome to Becoming Legendary. Thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, Brian, has, Brian has told me lots of wonderful things about you. So I'm really excited that we're gonna get the opportunity to connect here with you today. For anyone who may not be familiar with who you are, can you offer a 15 to 30 second introduction? Wow, sometimes I don't feel like that's enough, but it's okay, I'm gonna give it a go. Um, so I'm Dr. Nancy Gaines Dillard of Dr. Nancy's Integrative Medicine. Um, I have a number of uh, businesses uh, from Dr. Nancy's Medical Training Academy to my own talk show, Dr. Nancy Knows. Um, in the medical practice, I specialize in mind, body, and spirit, really just reminding myself to be present in every moment of individuals' lives to get them uh, to see that they are beautifully made and I, I accomplish helping getting them to live their best life. So, you know, first and foremost, um, I'm a medical healthcare provider. And then secondarily, um, I like to advocate for others and I had an opportunity to uh, have a larger voice. So Dr. Nancy knows, and now recently uh, acquiring NGC, Nancy Gaines Cares Network. So it's a minority media broadcasting network. How recent is that? How recent is that experience? Yeah, so the network, we made an announcement uh, publicly uh, December 31st, January 1st, and, and we just launched last Friday. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, so super excited about it. The last day of Black History Month, February 28th, uh, was yeah. my launch party. Heck yeah. <laughs> congratulations. That's amazing. Yeah, congratulations. That's amazing. Yeah, you know, it wasn't intentional, but then, you know, it just, we kind of transitioned right into the month of March and it's, you know, it's Celebrate Women's Month too. So I'm excited. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It should be. What uh, what are the what are the plans with the network? Thank you for asking. Uh, so Dr. Nancy knows is over a little a little over a year now. October seventeenth was our one year anniversary. So super excited about that. Um, I have over seventy shows under my belt. Uh, we air a new show every Saturday morning, nine a.m. Arizona time, and you know all of what I am comes from a higher purpose. And if you believe you can, you will, and everybody has a purpose. And so as I continue to put one foot in front of the other, and a lot of times just faithfully blind it, uh, you know, my steps are already ordered. And so with Dr. Nancy knows already on 22 platforms with the network, it gives me a larger voice now that I am broadcasting in 196 countries. So it just, you know, brings more awareness to, you know, putting positive energy out in the universe and, and advocating for individuals with credible, relevant information that people can use and make more informed decisions. Be the change you wish to see in the world. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, it's, you know, it's a, it's my motto, actually. Yeah, and exactly. You have to live it and breathe it and represent it. So it's so easy to say something, but when you put action behind it, it's so much more impactful. Mm. The action is really where it's delivered, right? I mean, there's, there's, there can be things ethereal, like floating around in the, in the atmosphere, but until you put the pen to paper, it really doesn't make sense. Um, I wanted to ask you a little, a little bit about 
you mentioned something in the very beginning, and it's it's a it's a kind of a it's a word or it's a phrase that's 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 commonly used in in the wellness field, if you will. Um, it's something that I try to live by: the connection between between and many of our listeners do as well. The connection between mind, body, spirit. So, in, in your in your daily practices, in your own personal practices, not something you're trying to sort of um, deliver to to the public. What what kind of tools or techniques do you utilize? Um, to create that mind, body, spirit? Yeah, you know, uh, that's an excellent question, Brian. And um, personally and professionally, I'm one and the same. And, and for a long while, yeah, <laughs> I tried to separate it, but it's all one and the same. So if I practice one way personally, I mean, it, it just carries over into my professional ability and lifestyle on how I advocate and provide care for. So, you know, first and foremost, I, I thank my heavenly father above, I, I meditate and, um, you know, I ask for a download as to, you know, what it is that I need to be and do uh, to uh, support others. Cause really, you know, when you walk in your gifts, they're not meant for you to keep, they're meant for you to give away. However, you do have to make yourself a priority, right? And so that goes with that, you know, practicing what you preach. Uh, you have to really take care of yourself, right? So mentally, physically, spiritually, you have to be um, in a good place, love yourself, learn to forgive yourself in order mm -hmm. for others to get the best you. Good answer. Learning how to forgive yourself. I think that's a practice we are we're all, you know, embedded in. Well, if we're in this, if we're in the conscious community, if you will. And, and it's, it's something I really noticed about you when we, when we spent that hour, hour and a half together when I had COVID really bad. And, and I was, um, Nancy's integrative medicine, the clinic that I went to has um, the monoclone antibody. That was a very special moment for me. And your energy is, 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 is very present, right? You, you really take on that, that field of present. And I really, I really appreciated that from you. In terms of your meditation, I think I'm just going to jump right into it. What does what does your meditation practice look like? It's it's a it's a question we oftentimes ask on this podcast, and I'm not really speaking towards like what shape the body is or or you know what, but what's happening for you inside, Patrick? Did I say that right? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I like it. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, so you know, I like to think that I sprinkle all kinds of goodies and nuggets in the universe and to all people that encounter me. Uh, it's a it's a conscientious effort. It's a choice. It's something that you have to um, actually the self-actualization and self-awareness. Uh, and so it's a presence that you, you know, you just have to feel inside as a, a being, uh, but rather it's um, listening to vibrational sound, rather it's light therapy, rather it's affirming to yourself, um, you know, I start my sit my day out by saying thank you, first of all, and then I go into a whole host of other kind of mantras and, and routines, of course, but it doesn't just stop there. That's just to get me started because you need a little bit of all of that all day long. So consciously, you know, you're like affirming or you're saying you're speaking to yourself. So you have to really know that you are a change agent. You are energy. So whatever you're actually putting out there actively, it comes back to you. And so when people step into my space, my practices, I get this all the time. Your aura is like, great. Or uh, the facility, the, you know, the energy in here is really good. 
so that's a conscientious effort. Um, you know, you're going to have thoughts. You know, women have more thoughts than men a, a, in a daily basis, but and negative ones will come. That's that's a natural thing. You cannot prevent that. But what you can do is counteract that by five positive things, right? Mm -hmm. So it's okay. Learn to forgive yourself. Things are going to happen. You're human, but knowing that you're going to be the the great limiting step is. And the only person that you need to compete with is you and be better than you were the day before. So learn to forgive yourself and just realize there's another opportunity to get it right. Always. Always. I'm kind of interested in the, the, like my perception of the dichotomy between um, the best version of, of humanity and um, the, pressure or push into capitalism. And I think you play very interestingly in both worlds. I found that playing in both worlds with an equivalent weight on either side of the scale is remarkably hard. Do you feel like that is something that you're currently doing? Are you, do you feel like the scale is equally, equally balanced right now? It's interesting you ask that. Um, so astrologically speaking, I'm a Libra. And so those are the scales and we have to be balanced. <laughs> oh my. Um, however, you know, capitalism and hmm, I'm here to take back everything that might've been taken away in terms of freedom, speech, you know, um, freedom of choices. So I'm here to advocate for those individuals. So I, I, I think I'm a little bit more tipped one way on having your own voice and, um, you know, believing and trusting in there are more than one way uh, to get to uh, a resolute of a, an issue or a problem. So say for instance, like in medicine, it's always been dictated that, you know, man-made is, is the superior form of something to discover your best health. I beg to differ and now I've taken an oath and I'm sworn to, um, advocate for all my patients, but I like to give individuals options. And alternatively, you know, the earth was made for us mankind to live off of. So plant-based, there are options. And I just feel as though the information that's put out is often one-sided. So that's why I have an opportunity. I have an opportunity and I feel obligated to do so. Uh, to be more of a voice of putting out information so that individuals can have a more informed way of deciding how to live their best life from a medical standpoint. And I really, that, that really speaks true to all of me that I do on a professional or personal level as well, that um, we, we don't live in a dictatorship, although it may seem like that sometimes, and maybe that's how it may feel right now too, but we all have a voice and we all have a say. And so I wanna hear those people because that's who I advocate for. And um, it can be debatable. I like discussion. I like to know why a person may decide to choose this and I can share my views. And then, you know, we can sometimes agree to disagree or walk away more enlightened on either side of point of view. So touching, touching back on something that you said there, I'm, I'm curious about this. I, I, I understand your perspective, um, but I wonder 
I wonder, so you said that the earth was made for, for mankind. I wonder what you think would happen if, if all humans were instantaneously dissolved from the earth right now. Do you think that the, the experience of the earth itself would be more vibrant or less vibrant? <laughs> That's an excellent question. Oh my God. Well, there's half of us that do practice conservatism, you know, their carbon footprints, and there's others of us that don't, right? There's global warming, there's all of these kinds of things that um, as a human mankind, we could do better, you know, for the atmosphere, the universe, and, and you know, this earth that we live on, because um, it's changing, and we can make it better, or we can make it worse. And we all need to, you know, come together to decide how we're going to do that because um, our times are not as good as they were before. And if we choose to, you know, leave less of this carbon footprint that changes all this global warming um, and the soil that, you know, we grow things in and, you know, the supplements, the, you know, the, the food that we eat is not as nutrient rich as it was before. So I think that mankind is um, partly the problem or the issue as to why our earth is not as vibrant as it used to be as well. I hope that answers your question. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair, that's a fair answer. Yeah, you, you mentioned before, what, what do you define as before? Hmm. Well, so before we had all this crazy weather, um, gosh, um, before we had, you know, chemical plants polluting the air and certain types of cancers are more prevalent in, in other areas. I mean, before, um, you know, clinical Wrong. trials with medications that information hadn't come out until later that were really not good for the you know, public, but it always comes down to the bottom dollar. It comes down to money, 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 right? So we can do better. We can always do better yeah. as a nation, as a whole, as humankind. When you mention plant-based formulas, plant-based, that, that's really speaking towards your NG Cares line, correct? Correct. Yeah. So, so Patrick, Patrick and I, we work for, I, I actually work for Patrick. He's um, we, he owns a, a company called sacred plant company. Um, so he owns a 60 acre ranch on, on the top of um, the Colorado monument, uh, just outside of Glade Park. <laughs> yeah, just outside of Glade Park. I finally getting the story correctly now. <laughs> so on top of the, the Colorado monument, just outside of a small town called Glade, Colorado. And, and we farm and, and source, um, all, all of our own sustainable farming. And we specifically use um, something called Korean natural farming, which is actually implant, in, in, importing uh, nutrients into the soil to help, to help the earth recover from, from all of the issues that we bounce. So that, that sort of spectrum and that, that field is very near and dear to our hearts. So, uh, so I, wanna, I wanna break that down just a little bit further uh, in, in what you really mean by because I think this is where things where things are trending, right? If they're not already there, uh, in, in terms of putting everybody into one box, that seems like that's a model that no longer, right? Mm -hmm. So, so specifically, elaborate on because I'm really interested in myself. I have what's called, I um, 
been diagnosed with what's called rheumatoid arthritis. So it's um, an autoimmune issue that, that as many listeners understand that story before, but I'm really now trending down the, the, the path of, of looking into my own supplementation, looking into crash. And so I don't want to steal too many words, but tell me how that journey started for you. And then how you see that, how you see that growing and expanding as, as science and as the awareness of our culture as a whole start to grow, starts to grow. Yeah, that's awesome. That's an excellent question. Um, wow. So I'm African-American Cherokee and, um, you know, old wives tales and just old ways of treating um, issues and eating is a part of my DNA. And, uh, you know, I've been practicing medicine for over 25 years and mostly on the East Coast, majority of my career until, you know, about five years ago, um, it was a divine journey for me to move across the country 3,000 miles away. And when I got here, um, you know, this part of the country is a little bit more holistic, natural, alternative, you know, acupuncture, sound wave, bowls, music, you know, all these different alternative treatment modalities to, you know, soothe the soul, to enhance more awareness, to live your best life mindfully. And, and so, I started delving a little bit more into that. And um, NG Cares, Nancy Gaines Cares About You, uh, is a product line um, that really is for weight loss. It's for um, natural supplementation to help control anxiety, depression, those kinds of things. And then, you know, of course, some of my services are IV vitamin drip therapy. And then the NG Cares customized wellness solution is really a I, I um, have several contracts with non-compounding pharmacies and based on an individual's deficiencies through some blood work that I do, uh, I can formulate a 90-day supply supplement because it is um, reported uh, that, you know, of course, the, the sources that in which our foods are grown in, they're not as nutrient dense anymore. And so you're going to need some supplementation to help augment uh, to get the, you know, the supplements that you need to thrive most importantly. Now I do micronutrient testing and genomic testing. And, you know, for individuals that are pretty healthy, uh, young adults, I do recommend basic blood work once a year. And these are standard tests that check to make sure you're not diabetic, your cholesterol is under control, you know, your kidneys are functioning normally and your, um, platelets and uh, lipid panels, cholesterol, all those. I recommend that every year. But then there's special populations. As we get older or you know, uh, autoimmune disorders, uh, chronic disease, chronic pain, those individuals say they go to the regular doctor, they get routine blood work uh, and the doctor says, everybody, you're fine. And they don't feel fine, right? Yes. Right. I can, I can relate. <laughs> they don't feel fine. So micronutrient testing to speak more specifically to your question, Brian, is um, it is how your body uh, metabolizes and processes your nutrients that you put in from your diet at the membrane level. So at the cellular level, so intracellular and extracellular. And then we add on some um, anti like inflammatory markers, all these kinds of things because you can just have uh, some deficiencies in your micronutrients that can make all the difference, rather it's in your gut, rather it's um, you know, intracellular, extracellular, can make all the difference that can help you live your best life 
uh, in less pain and some of these autoimmune disorders that you've been told you had, like, you know, um, Hashimoto's or thyroid or, you know, hormonal issues can be just, they can be corrected at the micronutrient level that you may have deficiencies on. So that's what I do. And I practice that nationally. I can practice that in all states. I'm licensed in 10. Uh, Colorado is one of them for medical practice, you know, medical services. But my supplementation is nationally. And, and so is the lab that I work with to, to get your blood work as well. So those are, that's one way that um, an individual can seek out care uh, to assist them with some of their chronic concerns and issues that they've had that have not been remedied by any other healthcare provider that they've seen. It's about time we, we have <laughs> people like you out there. <laughs> because it's, it's you know, I, I was, I went to a nutritionist to, to, to see about my, about the about rheumatoid arthritis. And I put it in remission simply through my diet. Simply through, through doing a couple different tests. I didn't do the micronutrient test, but I did with the, um, the first initiatory, uh, initial reaction and the gut reaction, right? So figuring out those two components of what I was eating was, was, a, was an eye opener for me. And then just 45 days, uh, or excuse me, 90 days of a really, really tight diet, I was able to reverse that. So um, it's, it, it, that, that is out there for people who are suffering from, from these types of things. So Dr. Nance is a resource um, to, to, to consider. On, on, while we're while we're briefly touching, there's there's a couple there's two things I have for you on, on the subject of like exogenous uh, inputs. Do you? I know I know that kind of in the world of um, integrative medicine, we can oftentimes get down the pathways of research peptides. Do you do any work with research peptides? That's a great question. Uh, so I treat. Uh, individuals with peptides, yeah, for chronic pain or injury as well. Um, Samorolin, Ipimorolin, there's a number of them uh, as well that can help with uh, glucose control. Uh, yes, so I utilize peptides. I, so NG Cares Customized Wellness, the product that I developed that uses micronutrient testing and genomic testing, uh, but then also in addition to outside of that, I do um, environmental seasonal allergies, um, food, insensi food sensitivities, as well as heavy metals, environmental toxins. I do those kinds of tests as well, because uh, outside of micronutrient testing, genomic testing, it could be that, you know, you live on a golf course all your life and the pesticides that they spray the grass with, you, you know, develop some kinds of disorders that mimic autoimmune disorders. And it could be just basically from your environment, right? So not everything has to be genetically predisposed because it could be something that, you know, you used to do occupational and as an occupation or your current living situation in the area that you live, right? Even on the East Coast, women are 10 times more likely to get breast cancer than they are on the West Coast because of all the pollutants in the air. So a lot of things can be determined by environment. I do wanna to touch on one other gene too, it's MTHFR gene mutation. And Brian had mentioned about the gut. And so that gene mutation, over 50% of our population has that mutation and it's the inability to methylate folate or your B12. That's a conversion that help, happens in your gut. And so if you don't know that you have that mutation, you know, you can suffer with fogginess, uh, irritability, or you can suffer with some micronutrients that 
um, you need to have methylated folate and or your B12 converted over uh, and that you're not getting because you're, you know, your gut is your second brain and it can really determine how you feel, think, all these sort of things. Uh, again, it's a little di deeper dive with testing that your you know, typical healthcare provider doesn't do. Interesting. I, I can't remember. So I do, I look at uh, food diaries too. So Brian was really on point. Do, does, does the gene mutation there, does that require both parents or is that a single parent, is that a single parent genetic um, offering? That's an excellent question. <laughs> so it can be just come, it could just come from one, but you can have double jeopardy if it came from both. And so this yeah. gene will tell yeah. you if you're heterozygous, homozygous or both, right? And the, the more compounded it is, the worse it is, the worse so your symptoms. It, yeah. it is an amplifier if you have it from both parents? It definitely is. And do you, kind of, kind of circling back uh, a little bit, do you have, and maybe this isn't an appropriate question, but um, if it is, do you have a theory on, on, on the prevalence of autoimmune issues in, in our current life environment? Yeah, right. So I just kind of alluded to it a little bit. So some of these autoimmune disorders you think you have or you've been told or diagnosed with could just be really from environment or it could be your occupation. So uh, even the specialists like a rheumatoid arthritis, a rheumatologist or hematologist or, you know, some of these specialists, they don't, they don't delve that deep into the cellular level to do these types of tests like heavy metals, like environmental toxins, like mold. Right, so they don't they don't do those kinds of tests, mm -hmm. and it could be you just need some simple chelation therapy, you know, just really those kind of things can make a difference. That's interesting. That's, so that's, misdiagnosis is uh, you think relatively prevalent? It is. Uh, I would not discount it. Right, there's yeah. a lot of people walking around thinking that they have something and they don't necessarily have it. Yeah. Right, yeah. and so it, yeah. you know, it takes a whole diet overall. We, I do that. I have a team that kind of will come in and counsel you and you have to do the intake paperwork and we test you. You know, I often say you're going to you're going to do one of two things in life. One of two things. You're either going to invest in your health or you're going to invest in your illness. And you can be the wealthiest person in the world. But if you don't have your health, I mean, that's a sad situation. And so, you know, a lot of these tests are out of pocket, right? And, and if, you, if you're an individual that have been down that rabbit hole and, and feel as though there's something that could be better or missing, or you feel misdiagnosed or, wow, let me, let me look at this. Uh, there are options and uh, you know, you've not explored them all. This is an option. It's an option. Some of the some of the recommendations I, I received from my rheumatologist, who his name will not be on this podcast, but um, bless his heart, he does he does the best he can. Uh, but but he was shocked at some of the therapies that I find most impactful for what's with me. And some of those therapies are are, are cold baths, a red light therapy, and something called a biocharger. So it's and and he was he was a he could not understand how I got into the ice bath. He was like, I, that sounds ter terrifying to me. I would never do that. So, you know, it, it's, it's amazing if, if you have, have something that's happening within you that doesn't feel 
necessarily like it's the right diagnosis, then it's your opportunity, like you said, to take your health into your own hands and to go down that rabbit hole. I'm still, I'm still in that rabbit hole. Maybe I'll never come out, but the deeper I get down it, the more and more I discover people like you, Nancy, people like Patrick who have come into my life um, at the right time and provided me with these resources that are, that have been in for me. So that's something that's, that's all those people out there too. Not that we're here to give you advice, but this is speaking from experience. That's really great. So, you know, red light therapy works wonders for myofascial releasing, increasing your circulation, really, and just improving your overall mentation too, by the way. And then biofeedback systems, they are really real. I mean, they can kind of tell you exactly what area may be an issue and that part of guidance as to how you should best treat that particular condition. And then ice baths are like cryotherapy, shocking yeah. the body. Athletes do it all the time. You, you're, you just need to regenerate and recharge. And there are nascent cells in you that um, can turn on to ugliness. And so intermittent fasting, all these kinds of things are just beautiful for the body. 100%. So here's another one. Thank you. This is going to be, this is going to be sort of off of the, the radar, so to speak, but that's kind of the fun of this thing, right? So what's the biggest mistake you've made in your journey? I want to know, I want to know a mistake that, that, that you made and how you overcame that mistake. Because I think part of, part of the biggest learning opportunities come from the mistakes we've all made, right? So I'll leave that. Hmm. Wow, I made many, many mistakes. Wow, like, hmm. Well, you know, you don't, you don't uh, learn from things that you uh, do well, very well. It's almost like if you give somebody something, they just, you know, they don't appreciate as much. But you certainly appreciate something more when you fail at it, right? And I don't know if I like to use that term fail because, yeah. Fail doesn't mean you overcome it and you've not, you know, fail is like it's still there, right? So I have fallen many times, but it's what you do. It's how you, how long do you stay down? That's the other thing, right? So it's okay. These thoughts come in, you get them out by reversing it with something positive. All right, you fall down and guess what? You don't stay down. You get up and you shake it off and you keep on, keep on moving and you say, okay, what is my takeaway from that? So I don't know that I can necessarily tell you specifically um, what I failed at, but let's say Dr. Nancy's integrative medicine. When I first moved out here, um, I put everything into the business and I, om I almost failed, like failed at it horribly. And I said, okay, universe, is this what you really want me to do? Because working in an organization, an institution with guaranteed income, W-2, you know, that's really good. I was so comfortable because when you, when you step outside of your comfort zone, it is not, it doesn't feel great. It's exciting, <laughs> but scary all at the same time. You're like, Ooh, but you know, you have to, you have to persevere tenacity, right? So persistency, mm -hmm. consistency, you have to just continue. And so the universe said, yes. So honestly, I regrouped, didn't stay down for long. And I came out because I felt like, okay, I have been given the sign that this, I am on the right path. Because here's the other thing, the closer you get to where it is that you need to be, the more challenges that come up. It's like an obstacle course, but overcome and just know that you can. I tell you the rate limiting step is you. If you don't think you can, you won't. You will self-defeat yourself every day, every day, every time. But listen, you have to pour into yourself and be your 
biggest cheerleader because nobody can do that for you. And then you have to take action because if you believe you can do it, then now you've got to prove it to yourself. You've got to act upon it because the universe is waiting for you to walk into other people's lives to help them along their journey. Mm -hmm. And the more that you do that, the more assistance that you get along the way. So it's reciprocal. I believe that too. Well said from a smart woman. <laughs> That's amazing. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, if you look at a lot of billionaires, they can tell you they've filed bankruptcy a number of times. They failed it a number of times, like athletes as well. I mean, actors and actresses, you, they can tell you countless number of times that they fell or didn't get a part or just lost their business, but tenacity. tenacity. You have to keep trying and trying and trying. If it's something that you believe in, even Van Gogh, he dreamed his masterpieces, right? He dreamed them and then he painted his dreams. So whatever you dream, you can become. It's just, you just have to believe that you can. can believe it, exactly. It starts with yourself and ends with yourself. 100%. It does. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So I got a, one more question for you. Maybe, 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 maybe a couple more. But this is something that, that really ties into, I think, I think a lot of, of, of what, what we do share, like to share with the public. I think that's, that's one, obviously, um, one, one stream of energy we like to all put out there. But this, this, this kind of cuts a little bit below the surface of that. So what is, what is something that you seldom discuss in your practice, in your personal life, in your, in your community, that sh so something that you seldom discuss that, 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 mean, that means a lot to you. Hmm. That's so, something that like a, maybe a core value or, or maybe, yeah, I'll, I'll leave that, it. I mean, I get that. I, I totally get that. And if you asked me this maybe a couple years ago, I'd tell you quite a few things, but I'm very transparent. And I think that people can't learn and grow from individuals if you don't share real realness with them, right? If you're not real, individuals can really see that a mile away. I mean, particularly in the healthcare profession as well. So there's not like a lot of things that I, I won't talk about. I mean, I've had failed relationships uh, in, in professionally and personally, again, but they're all learning tools. So you know, what do you, what is your takeaway from that? If you don't evolve and grow from that, you will repeat itself again and again and again. And then I'm from the old school where, you know, it's a testimony about what you have uh, failed at and had overcome because again, with the universe and I ask, everybody that comes my way have been sent for a reason. And so if I stay in the present, and that small, still voice, if it speaks to me and I'm in front of that person, it's meant for that person to hear and know. So there's not a lot of sacred things that I keep near and dear to me. I mean, there's, there's like, um, um, there's, uh, um, what am I trying to say? Like um, traditional things, tradition, that's kind of thing. But um, wow, you know, I will tell you that as an entrepreneur, you cannot tell everybody everything every step of the way, mm -hmm. right? Because uh, I understand telling somebody that this is what you're going to do. So then they ask you about it, right? Whenever they see you and, and you're held accountable, you're like, wow, I did say that, didn't I? Let me go. Let me, yes, yes. But 
trade secrets, that sort of thing. Um, you know, there's a lot of proprietary information that I hold uh, and non-disclosures are very important, right? Trade secrets of formulations and things that I talk about and, and, and say from a professional standpoint, of course, right? So those kinds of things, because there are people out there that really want to get behind the castle walls to expose you and or, you know, steal what you have. Sure. But you know sure. what? The one constant in that equation is you. You cannot do it better than I can. Whatever it is that I'm destined to do, I'm the one that's destined to do it, okay? And it doesn't matter for all you young entrepreneurial business individual, minded individuals that have a dream and have, uh, you know, something that they think a lot of people do it too. They're not you. They're not you. I love that. That's good advice. It's important too. It's important to it's important to be your authentic self in, in as in, in many as many avenues as you can, right? I mean, that's 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 the the ultimate goal, I think, for 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 a lot of people out there is to be that authentic self. Of course, there is some some areas and things you need to, to keep um, to yourself, but I think overall that's that's a good, a really solid piece um, for the listeners out there to take to take away. Thank you for sharing that. Of course, of course. And thanks, thanks for carving out this time for us. I think this was, uh, this was a really nice way to get our listener base an introduction to you and for me to get an introduction to you. So thank you. Well, you're welcome. When Brian, you know, reached out to me, I was like, sure, absolutely. Listen, it's not about me. Although, you know, my name is everywhere. Dr. Nancy knows. And I tell people this all the time. It is a business, definitely a business. And branding is everything. But... For me and my purpose is to bring awareness, not necessarily to the services that I offer, but how about to um, ways that you can live your best life and live it now. And it's through alternative treatment modalities, right? How many doctors are out there going in front of the camera that are telling individuals, hey, you don't have to come see me, but this is what you can look into. This is how this may be beneficial to you. I don't want a thing. All right, so it's my obligation. I have a network now, broadcasting in 196 countries now, to put out credible information, to help people know that there are other ways that you can live your best life and not just one way. There are multiple ways and keep your options open. Of course, um, do your due diligence uh, and, and seek out individuals that um, are professional in those areas, of course. But if I don't plant the seed, maybe you may never really know, but it's to trigger you. I'm doing this for a purpose. Sometimes I don't even know why, but it's knowledge that I have and it's not meant for me to keep. It's meant for me to share. We appreciate you sharing so much. And I think all those people out there have, have a new discovered resource and, and just a new a new way to look at their own individual health and their own individual mind, body, spirit connection. Yeah, that's great. So I will plug, um, I have a webinar coming up on April 12th. I'm not sure when this uh, will air. And it's uh, Doug Caparino and myself. He's a colleague of mine. We work together. He's a biochemist, nutritionist as well, best-selling author. And uh, he and I are super excited about bringing uh, a webinar. It's called uh, Build Your Immune, Building, Build Your Immunity. And it's, it's talking about COVID and the most relevant strands, 
long hauling, long hauler symptoms, uh, and uh, you know how to live your best life, right? So I just think that that's information that people can always use. And one of the main questions I ask people sometimes is, is your immune system strong enough to combat viral illnesses? Now, I, I, I started that at the beginning of COVID and it's still relevant now, and I think it will always be relevant. But um, if you have to think about it, uh, then it's not. And so how can you? How can you, how can you get your, your immune system strong enough uh, so that you, know, you can be ready uh, for viruses, right? Yes. Exactly. Thank you. Send me that link and like, we, can, we can add that to the show notes for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's my link tree, so all of my conglomerates are in that gotcha. link that I sent you. And perfect. Webinars at the top. Perfect. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your time, Dr. Nancy. I appreciate you. Hopefully, I'll see you soon, but not in not for monoclonals this time. <laughs> okay, great. Well, you know, maybe I'd get you like to have you two on the show as well, Dr. Nancy knows, and uh, you know, we can together together is the key right so if we are wanting to do great things and be the change that we wish to see the world in the world it really only takes one but it's infectious it is so you know other people are like wow i like that i want more uh and like-minded individuals tend to kind of attract one another and we need more of that so that's what i want to do we would be honored to be on your show as guests 100 percent. let's make that happen in the future that'd be fun Very good. Very good. Cool.